When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And let's begin. And let's begin. My name is Carrie. My name is Laura. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. podcast. Tuff-a-shot. No. <laughs> it's not Tough Sicilian Bitches. Insatiable Bitch Goddesses. Insatiable Bitch Goddesses. Tough Sicilian Bitches. Tough Sicilian Insatiable Bitch Goddesses. I've got to be quite honest with you. I think your brain's a little scrambled today. My brain is scrambled eggs. But I do have one note that we need to address. And okay. I just wrote it on a post-it. Ivanka's farts. Ivanka. Are you up to Are you up to speed with the newest article or essay that one of ivanka's childhood friends wrote for vanity fair no okay so one of ivanka trump's friends penned an essay for vanity fair exposing what a farty little cunty bitch ivanka has always been and one truly the best moment it's like I a loved that now everyone, especially Vanity Fair, is launching just like a speculative hate campaign against Ivanka. It's I love like it. with fault, like with anonymous, mostly anonymous sources being like she thinks she'll be back in New York, but yeah. no one will oh, have I'm, her. I'm and if they do, they'll laugh at her behind her back. It's just so Perfect. like that's not journalism, but it's entertaining. Yeah. I don't know what they think they're accomplishing, but I'm I'm eating it up. But so then they had one of her actual childhood best friends who's now a journalist wrote an essay basically being like, this is what Ivanka was like growing up and like, we're not friends anymore, but here's all the like rude things she said to me. It's very like Caroline Calloway, Natalie Beach drama, but for like 35 year olds. Wait, so what are some highlights? So uh, Ivanka um was always like the prettiest most popular girl in school and her father for her because she's always been popular 
Yeah, but I don't, I think she thinks of herself as always being popular. I don't think that she think. I don't think that any of this negatively affects her. Right. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Um, she was always popular. Her father is always a toad. He like made fun of, he would like make comments about this, the author, like, I think her name's Lysandra, make comments about lies, weight. Nice. And one time they were at Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump Jr. stole half of her grilled cheese sandwich. And Ivanka was like, hey, that's not cool. And Donald was like, you're doing her a favor. She doesn't need that. So he would say shit like that about her friend. He would always talk about like how pretty Ivanka was. Like, isn't she the prettiest girl who's more prettier than her in school? No one. Blah, blah, blah. And like Ivanka was just a brat. And the best part was that she said that Ivanka farted and blamed it on a classmate. (laughs) (laughs) Fart queen. I love the state of journalism these days. Like this is a front lines journalism for me. Truly Fartgate heard around the world. I literally has stuck with me ever since I read it last night. And then daily mail like ran a headline that was like Ivanka, I have to find it because I took a screenshot. Truly Fartgate. And I hope that Fartgate blows up because that is actually damaging info and tells you everything you need to know about someone. It says the Daily Mail headline, Ivanka Trump, quote, blamed a fart on her classmates when she was a bratty teenager (laughs) and creepy Donald commented on our friend's weight, former best friend claims. Oh, I'd love a headline. If someone ran a headline about me blaming a fart on someone, I would... KMS. Yeah, that's pr- that is like you know, own up. Yeah, please. I hope that Ivanka comes forward and apologizes for the fart. Was Ivanka mean to Lysandra? She just like didn't care about her as much as Lysandra cared about Ivanka. Like Lysandra is clearly like the Natalie of the relationship and Ivanka is the Caroline and right. like Lysandra was in her wedding and stuff. And she just started to notice that Ivanka didn't ask her questions about her life and was like very self-centered. And well, when she brought it up, like finally when, cause she started a new job the day after Ivanka's wedding and she was like, weeks went by and Ivanka never checked in to see like how my new job was going. And she said, she sent her a text. She was like, Hey, I started a new job like three weeks ago and you've never asked me a single thing. And she said, lie, I can't deal with this shit right now. <laughs> lie Mm -hmm. and then she also said lysandra always wore an arabic like nameplate necklace and ivanka would be like how do you wear that such a terrorist look like she became like a radicalized like because she became like hardcore jewish and then would always be like what does your jewish boyfriend think when you have sex and your necklace is like knocking against his face what an evil bitch. Psychotic. And then... Um, <laughs> That's so rude. It's so rude. And then apparently... I love... Lie, Ivanka, I can't deal with this shit right now. Lie, I really can't deal with this shit right now. <laughs> kind of... <laughs> and love. Also, like, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? You're literally... This is like a family of... Assholes. Freaks. Yeah. They have gold toilets. Like, I don't think they're going to be, like, the nicest people to be around. Yeah. Um, but she said also that when Ivanka was looking for like book recommendations, 
lie recommended a book to her about a man that's like some popular book about like a manager of a diner or something like that. And Ivanka goes, why would I want to read a book about a poor person? <laughs> so it really it just, shows you, it, sh- it also really highlights like how fucking hollow and like superficial Ivanka is. Like how like there's really not much to her at all. Yeah. Everyone, what you see is like, what you get. But even like the media when like Trump won and like, I remember like the month after Trump won, they like, Barbara Walters did like a sit down interview with the whole Trump family and like all the profiles of the fan. They were like, Ivanka's like the brains of the operation. She's the real shark. And like, even like the, you know, the liberal media that we all watch, everyone was like touting her as like the brains. And I'm like, she's kind of fucking stupid. Yeah. Or like she's, she'll temper Trump's like, she didn't temper horrific like, racism. She, no, she played. And that's kind of what this into it. And she's fucking, she's not that smart. Like, if you actually listen to her in her interview, she's saying nothing. She sounds like yeah. she has marbles in her mouth and or like that she's like has peanut butter in her mouth and she says nothing and I don't think she's that smart and also she has bad grammar. Her tweets <laughs> always have typos. She's like stupid. I think Oh my god, her tweets have typos. Yeah, she has typos in her tweets. I've seen it before. She's Okay, I, that I, is actually I unforgivable. I don't think if you're the president and the president's family, you should have someone writing your tweets. I'm sorry. Or like spell if, checking. But anyway, that's like, that's, if that, you've that's like pursued, nitpicky. I just don't think she's that smart. And I don't think she's as smart as people give her credit for. Even like the people that like hate on her dad all the time. They always tout Ivanka as like the real shark. And I'm like, no, I don't think she is. Like, no, Ivanka's out for herself. She's out for herself. And she, and also, she also hates like middle class people. Like it was, it Lysandra really roasted her for being like she deigned to design jewelry for like middle class people that she would never want to be around. Like just Ivanka wants to be around moneyed people and like, yeah, I mean, it all kind of tracks. Oh, that documentary PS throwback for any high society heads. You need to go back in time, find the documentary. Was it called like rich kids? Uh, What was it called? Born rich, born rich. It's a documentary from 2003 by Jamie Johnson, and it just interviews every rich kid in, like, New York, and Ivanka was in it, and that's truly the most interesting she's ever been in her life. I think it was even earlier than 2003, or maybe it was, but there's this one kid who has, like, a side part, like, a middle part, and he has, like... It's 2003. Oh, 2003, and he... I think he's, like, a Guggenheim, or, like, some... Or his family owns a Guggenheim. I don't know, but he's, like, super rich... This might be the one you're talking about, and he seems like he's like always smoking. Probably, a cigarette. yeah. He's like kind of a- he's kind of adult. Yeah, on probably on so much Adderall, and he's like, it's like, why would I take the subway? It's like I'm not gonna take the subway. It's it's like oh it's truly psych- it's psychotic, and it, the whole thing is on YouTube. I'm looking at it now. Just Google "Born Rich" documentary and do yourself a favor and watch these abominable people. And of and Ivanka's in it, and I'm really surprised they didn't have it scrubbed when he was running because it totally goes against like everything that Trump and his fucking like, no, but I think of being like the big grift that Ivanka pulls off is that women find her to be aspirational. And so they like, like, I mean, I grew up 
with Ivanka being like modeling in teen magazines and stuff. Like she was always in Seventeen and YM and like I like grew up knowing who she was as like this like model or like cool teen girl and i think some people have gotten sucked in and that that image has never worn off for them but that's like i think all that plays into it but the documentary is just like all about like my father is like and she and it's funny her you really hear how much she's adapted this like bullshit cadence of speak like the way she speaks because in the documentary she sounds like a total like just like bratty like rich Mm -hmm. kid like her accent she doesn't have like the kind of the airs that she puts on now of like talking like she's more vocal fry yeah that's a really good movie i'm gonna rewatch that too It's a true for any like if you loved high society, you'll love Born Rich. Also, the kid Jamie, I think it's it's kind of interesting because like the the narrator of it, I think his family is the Johnson yeah, and, family, and they, but he didn't know he was like his dad didn't tell him who his family was until he like found out at school, like someone in his class like according to him in the documentary I remember he was like he didn't know that he was rich and then someone told him that he Damn. was and he was like what <laughs> who me imagine who me my family what are you talking about tell, tell me, me more, more. i'm you, rich are we rich i'm uh, rich someone told me today that i'm rich it can't be true can it can it can it be speaking of farts speaking of farts let's this episode of Rock of Love is extremely It's just farty. one long fart from beginning to end. This is a crazy... This is one of the craziest episodes I've ever seen on reality TV. Because this is the episode where Brett decides to bring in... It's down to Lacey, Heather, and... Sorry. Jess. And he decides to bring each of their parents for a night at the house. It's the final three. Like they, yeah. So all their parents, instead of, he can't make the effort to go to see her, their parents, so they all have to come yeah, to Yeah, not in the budget. And live in, and live in this stinky house with linoleum <laughs> floors. He's like, I would love nothing more. What could be the most romantic thing that I can think of is to invite your family members into this fart den. Well, usually on those shows, they go to the family. Yeah. Like, even Tila Tequila went to the families. This was first season. They're still figuring out, like, their budget stuff. And then next episode, they're going yeah, to Cabo. So they really had to, like, blow their yeah, Cabo load. So this one just needed to be, like, a we fly them in. We don't visit. So, they, so yeah, they bring in. They surprise the girls. Everyone, I think the girls were genuinely shocked when their parents mm-hmm. came in. And also, I need to just address something right up front that we find out later in the episode. They've only been in this house for two yeah. weeks. They've only been at the Rock of Love Mansion for less for half of a month. But that's been long enough to completely Fall seduce Heather, who's literally in love with Brett, and also brainwash and Jess, Jess, who's like, I care about this man. Who you've gone on two dates with that have you've learned nothing about him. And I need to say this and Strike me down if I sound insane, but this episode kind of made me like Lacey and her family. What? Wait, <laughs> Carrie, I'm I have Cedars on the phone, and they would like to speak to you. Wait, give me, let me, 
let me speak uh, my piece. Okay, I'm listening. I don't... I think Lacey's unhinged <laughs> and unwell, but I kind of... I was, like, into her dad, like, negging Brett and, like, trolling Brett a little. I thought... That it was, was incredible. His dad was... Her dad was fully trolling Brett, and it made me kind of appreciate mm-hmm. him and appreciate... Her cool stepmom, who was like her age. Karen is everything to me. Karen, Karen was like she honey. was truly serving. So don't tell me, don't tell me I'm wrong because you you know what I'm saying. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Lacey's family, Lacey came to troll. Lacey and her family came. They to are troll. a family of trolls. The apple does not fall far <laughs> from the so, tree. It's I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to like spend time with them or be in the same room as them. But I can appreciate that like they came in and. F- kind of fucked it all up and the dad totally got under brett's skin and like i think there was like some kind of like class thing going on where brett felt like super insecure around Lacey's dad because he not only was like self-made and like i mean brett was too but but it's just different but he loved but he loved his daughter and like had high standards for her in his eyes and i think he was kind of like, well, what makes you so great, Brett? Well, he's also, it's kind of that. My daughter's competent on It's her a own. very, it is like a class thing because they're Dallas moneyed people. And. Yeah, that was, that was crazy to, to mm-hmm, learn. And I think that there is a sense when you're from like a moneyed family of that ilk that some rock star or whatever is can't step up to the plate of like your own family wealth or whatnot. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I think he was kind of like, I mean like, Oh, you got this by like like, wiggling around on stage. Like we invest in the stock market over here. Like, yeah, he's like his, her dad was horrible, but like, I just appreciated that he sort of like (laughs) held a mirror up to like, Brett, you're not that. You're no prize hog. Brett. Yeah, he. The yeah. my favorite part. He was like, my daughter's the prize. <laughs> when hog. he goes up to Brett, when Brett's like working out, and he goes, "Hey, big boy!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked how he Brett was like, because you find out. I mean, I guess we'll be recap, but this episode just says so much that it's almost like hard to like streamline. Recap yeah, I have it. Like, like, I kind of, I have. N- notes i can guide us on this journey okay okay so let's get um, into it so it begins with heather saying that she doesn't super trust lacy anymore now it's down to the final three and they're making small talk and like nicely chatting but yugio is off to the side just chiefing sigs and <laughs> she i think just judging by just her hairstyle is feeling confident but with a little doubt because she does have a pointy little pony sticking up but the rest of the mm-hmm. hair is shellacked down so it and yeah. truly her hair does tell you everything you need to know about what's going on internally so she's mm-hmm. half up half down it's a wild ride mm-hmm. her hair i yeah i'm kind of like lacy okay or heather now <laughs> you're deciding that lacy's un- untrustworthy like are you kidding like this episode made me think that lacy and heather had like a deep connection because Heather was like really upset. Heather was really upset, which I was like kind of shocked. They took a bath together a mere day before. So I just, I'm not even saying like gay. I'm not even saying like sexual. They just had this like very intense. It was an elevated female friendship for sure. Yeah. 
with yeah where they felt like because they were sort of aligned in this quest for winning brett's affection and i think they like kind of became one mm-hmm. they did and then and now they're pitted yeah. against each other for the love of a man who him. wears hair extensions under a bandana <laughs> Yeah, so Heather's wary of Lacey, and, and then suddenly Brett. the doorbell rings, and the Chadwells arrive. And yeah, Heather's like Heather goes, "Yeah, oh <laughs> fuck yeah!" And like it's like she's like, "Yeah, yeah." And she hops over to her parent. Her parents are they really look really cute. sweet, and she says that the she's never seen them together except for maybe two other times, and so I guess that means her parents are divorced. But I like that they both came and played nice to come to the house and like be on rock of love i was like loving that for them good they were being good parents and brett walks into the kitchen where they're all standing he goes well hello good morning hello like all kind of big dog like yeah and brett and heather's dad david talk football which i just like zoned out my eyes literally rolled into the back of my head and i like channeled a demon while they did their like football small talk yeah, Brett shakes everyone's hand. He, Brett He's a charmer like, when it comes to parents. He is. And they... I mean, I would be charmed. Totally, because a guy like that, he his whole shtick is he's like the big bad boy of like LA. He's going to show you a good time and take you out on the town. And like, you have to let him do his thing. You know what I mean? Like, even if mm-hmm. you don't like Saddle Ranch... You got to pretend you got to just be like, oh, my God, Brett, we're getting the beer bong. Like, this is so fun. Like, make him feel like a man because that's what he wants in the situation. He's extremely like with the parents. He's like asking them questions. He's like on his best behavior, which Brett never asked questions. Yeah, he wants to impress them and like Mm -hmm. show them just show them a great time. So he's like, he's, I think he feels like kin with Heather's family. Like, I think he just feels like they're kind of, they like the same things. They have a similar way of like joking. And it seems. So he feels like immediately comfortable. Yeah. It seems like they also have similar backgrounds. This was an interesting glimpse into just the socioeconomic levels and like backgrounds that everyone's fucking with. Cause like. Mm Mm-hmm. The Chadwells are probably like more working class, I guess. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's from like, yeah. Illinois. And like Brett, I think has those, uh, that sort of upbringing too. So you just see them relating on that level. And then when the, when Jess's parents come over, she's crying and Deb and Jim, they're, they're a cute. power couple. And I'm going to say it. Jim is hot. Yeah, they looked like they, like, fuck still. I don't know about that, but I was just, like, they seem like (laughs) a loving unit. I love it. You're like, they fuck hard. I love that. I didn't like when he, I didn't like when Jess's dad compared her and her mom's tits with each other. I thought that was a little weird, but. um, That was a little weird, but I I thought it was from a place of, like, he was kind of lovingly No, I don't think he was, like, no, I think it was, I, I just think it's. I, I don't know. I clutch my pearls yeah. with that. And that's, that's, I have limits. <laughs> I respect those limits. Brett mm-hmm. says that he expected them to be really uptight and judgmental because I guess Jim is a banker. And so that was also an interesting glimpse into like 
what like where Brett's insecurities lie in like a financial sector, like job, socioeconomic, whatnot. Well, well, he's just never had, I think with men like him and like Lacey's dad, it's like Brett's never had like Brett got rich from partying basically. And, and like, like being on stage is like a sexy. Being, yeah. So it's like, he's, he's the opposite mm-hmm. of them. So he probably feels like, not only I can't relate to that and like they sort of represent like a life that I like can't even fathom. Yeah. But maybe like also secretly like long for unconsciously like that's st- that stability and like routine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well and also any bankers that he's interacting with work for him. So he's going right. to have he has very preconceived notions of their behavior and they probably are like a little more uptight like not as loose with him about joking about xyz but i was glad to see them lolling together and then jim and deb seemed like lollers like in general their vibe and attitude was very chill not over invested in the drama and yeah they were very i think kind of like jess and then Lacey's parent. She she did say, Jess did say something that I always am like sus of when she's like, my parents are like my best friends. I'm always like, mm, that's just mm-hmm. me. I'm, I love my mom. I love like hanging with my parents, but like yeah. my parents, like I have, I'm the same. I just think that I get along with my parents. I love spending time with them. They're fun. I probably would be friends with them if they weren't my parents, like, and I was their age, but you know, I I'm always like wary when someone's like my daughter is my best friend or something, and you're like, mm. or like my son's my. Best I love friend. that for those being... people. I but I also yeah. wasn't raised that way. Like I was raised where my mom was like, "I'm your mom. I'm not meant to be your friend." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I guess we're not friends then." Well, I think arguably that's good. Yeah, I think that's one way of doing it. I mean, I like. I just was watching. Um, I watched all of better things in the past week Mm -hmm. and that really made me yearn to have three daughters that I was best friends with. That one episode when she does the dance for her her daughter, the bat, the bats in the era. No. And she and her, they do like that music. They recreate that. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Christine and the, is it, Queens, Queens, yeah, that was so sweet. Yeah. I cried, I laughed, I loved that fucking show. I watched the whole thing in like a week, all seasons, just blazed. She's, she's really talented, and also I was like, that's a very. It was a good representation of like the balance of being a mom and a friend, mom's, moms daughters. and daughters. But anyways, yeah, Jess is besties with her parents. They're cute. Jess is really happy. And I think she's, I always like love. And it admittedly took me a while to get there because I was so like insecure and had so much like growing up to do that. Like I always love people who are like so at ease with their families and like love being with their families and like, are like happy are like cool being with their parents in public. You know what I mean? And like not ever like, embarrassed or trolled embarrassed or like trolled by it like they're just so like 
they just love being with their parents and like proud to be mm-hmm. with them. And I think that, I always think that's like really cool. And I know like obviously not everyone has like and like I I love being with my family now. I think it took me a long time to be comfortable with myself where I I could like let loose and be like have fun with my parents in public and stuff. But Jess just seems like one of those people that's like always been down to be with her parents. Yeah, they have they're she's not having any shame about being herself around her family. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Like but it's harder I, when you have like, like when it's you're hard. And I think in your situation with like coming out like later on and all being totally. like queer identifying, it's like much harder to feel at ease around your family when they don't know who you actually are. You've had like a tough time expressing that yeah. and them accepting that is going to make it difficult to be like living, laughing and loving and in everyone enjoying life and expressing their truest yeah, selves in front of each other in public. Yeah. It's hard to be with your, I think it's just hard to be with your parents. Same. Sometimes. I mean, still have moments where I'm just like, my God. And like, I love my family, but it it's hard. Also, I think Jess is an only child. It yeah. seems like. I got only child vibes. And that also is like only children love being with mm-hmm. their parents. People, you come from a big, you, there's, there's a bunch, a bunch of, of us. So it's hard. So it's like, We're always vying for attention, but yeah. they're doting on Jess and they're like a, they're like the trifecta, the triangle mm-hmm. unit of lols. Mm-hmm. And then Lacey's parents show up and I didn't realize that it was her stepmom at first. And I just thought, why is her mom the same age as her? If not younger, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Her stepmom, Karen. Like, Stepmom's name again? Karen was kind of Karen's mean. beautiful. She looks like Karen Mulder, beautiful. the supermodel, blonde, like very patrician, waspy looking, great hair, poised. They looked ri- they looked rich, but not like they looked like wealth. Yeah, and her dad when they walked in. Looks like Robert. Looks Duvall. like Robert Duvall with like a gold Rolex and a chain on his wrist, and then I realized, oh, Karen's a stepmom, which was extra fun. Well, Lacey's mom. Passed oh, away. that's why. Okay, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Okay. But Lacey, w- Lacey, like ran and hugged her. Like she was. Yeah, so, they were bosom like, buddies. Loved- she loves Karen. Like that's her. I think she calls her like her parent i love karen i do too and then otis i found to repellent but that's just me (laughs) no i don't i'm not like i'm not like an otis head like i think he's a horrible like probably republican like piece of shit but i just like that he yeah it was a good troll so brett and otis have met before that was truly chilling to me so brett and otis flew next to each other on a flight once years ago i guess years ago and brett immediately remembered his face which makes you think if you ever see a celebrity in public and think they won't remember you they some of them do so they had i guess a a conversation on this flight that stuck with brett and because he was like wow i met this dude who was like really weird and creeped me the fuck out and now it turns out that this guy is this woman's dad who i've been fucking and sucking how, for two weeks <laughs> how weird it's really weird 
And he showed Brett a picture of Lacey and was like, "You should." No, date my Brett daughter. said, "Should can I? Should I date your daughter?" And he oh, said, "No." Oh, should I? <laughs> Wait, that how? It's a small world. That is be beyond. Do you think weird. that's how Lacey got onto the show, or she told Maybe. people about that? They must have said Maybe, that probably. in like the casting because that's too. It's too. It's too rich. Brett was like seemed like alarmed by yeah those. they have a history they have a dark history and otis yeah. is off the bat not a fan of brett i think him and brett are like past life enemies enemy like they've been they've been battling for like they've dueled yeah they've come face to face this yeah. is evidence of that because what in what world like Bre- in what fucking world <laughs> brett and otis have like faced off thousands of times before and like thousands of different time periods and like crusades the black plague like you know the the middle ages the middle ages the world war one they were fighting you know he was brett was on the german side and otis was on the american side and they were like fighting in the trenches and world war two they they died died in world war one they came back back in world war two Brett was on this time was an American and Otis on the was German, like, a Nazi, a German. and they fought again to the death. Brett yeah. killed Otis, and, and so they've just been they've just been fighting and and they always meet every lifetime they meet. Mm-hmm. They're point. like twin flame energy, but twin en- enemy flames. Yeah. And Brett knew he was coming. Mm-hmm. He felt it. He felt a rumble, a familiar rumble. And as soon as the door opened, he was brought back to every lifetime that he's faced off with his greatest enemy, yeah. Otis. And I think he was like, maybe that's why he kept Lacey. Even when the odds were stacked against her, and even when people pled with him to or pleaded with him to like, please get rid of her. <laughs> He said, no, there's something. There's something I need to see through. And he knew. Yeah, he had to get to Otis. They had to square off in this moment. And they knew and they saw each other. And they and I think it's all unconscious. But I think they were like, Mm -hmm. so they have weird vibes between each other. But Brett is not going to let that slow him down from going on three dates in one afternoon. Yeah. Good luck to Brett too for I don't know how he didn't How does he out. eat and drink so much over the course of like 3 hours? Like I would be I wouldn't day drinking like that. I would be like I, I need, need a nap. nap. Yeah, so, I've got to <laughs> pass out for a bit and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. Brett takes Heather and her parents to one of his favorite restaurants, Saddle Ranch. <laughs> for anyone who's not an LA resident, it's a famous bar on sunset which did you read that thing about how all the tiktok stars are hanging it's now a popular it's popular again it comes in waves it has not been a popular spot while i've really lived in la like it's like i don't think i've ever been there but i've been to bars like that that have the mechanical bowl in the middle of the bar but this is like a full steakhouse come mechanical yeah, it bull like, it's like attraction it was in sex yeah in the when miranda gets on the bull and rips her shirt off and she's wearing like a purple bra and she just like lets her freak flag fly in la yeah um so but i feel like but sex now, like, in the Addison city Ray was and, the like, last time that saddle ranch was popular and so cool. now it's come yeah. back around full circle and addison ray's there 24 7 
Yeah, all the TikTok, I guess they like, it's like in quotes, like quarantining or like it's social, it's a safe place to, but like all the TikTok stars go and like get wasted there. <laughs> it's so weird. Is there a TikTok house close by? Hype house? Yeah. Hype probably. house is probably just up in the hills beyond. Talk about fart. That house. is a true fart zone and sticky floors. Ooh. No. No. Brett at this lunch with Heather and her parents is giving me Jack's Taylor. Brett is he's come fu- he's fully alive with the Chadwells. He gets a beer bong for the table, which is so <laughs> funny, and it's just like a giant tube of beer that they're. <laughs> it's like a giant. <laughs> it's, it's like an eight foot tall bong of beer. But I feel like Heather's dad drank it all. I think Heather's dad low-key just, like, alcoholically chugged the entire beer bong and was like, let's get another. And Brett's like, lol, no. But I think he surprised Brett. Yeah. I Listen, I get that. I've done that before where I, like, (laughs) low-key. And everyone's like, wait, where did it all go? And I'm like, I'm not... I love drinking the whole thing low key and then being like, I want another one. Anyone down? And people being like, no, that's definitely happened to me before too. All the greats have had that experience. So yeah. So Brett gets, Mr. Chabell gets wasted. He brings up like a racist story. It's like, I don't, what the fuck? Like the mom is like, tell that story about the, did she she say something? Cause I didn't, understand what they were saying i didn't go back but it sounded like she was like tell that story about the chinese person and i was like you guys come on yeah but then no one really tells the story no it's an awkward yeah it's a blackout it's a awkward blackout parent racist story and then everyone skimmed over it and no one brett's vibing yeah brett's unfazed brett is like at he's like at home with the chadwells and Heather, like, gets up on the mechanical bowl and... Rides the bowl. Right, rides it really yeah. hard. <laughs> it looks like claymation at one point. When it's like... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, she gets flung the fuck off. They fling the you eventually. They'll let you be sexy for a moment, and then they fling you the fuck off. I have... I, if I can find it, it's from when I went to Nashville. I rode a mechanical bowl and had video yeah. of it. And I'll, I'll post it. Okay. As my own Heather Chadwell moment. A rare, a rare post. post. You don't get them often from me, but when I post, it's good. Brett then leaves to go do a classic rock of love move where he just goes in, on another date. And then he goes mm. to meet Jess and her parents at Rock and Religion on Melrose Ugh, I wrote gross a Melrose like this is you're taking this is the date it's like some shop on you Melrose. took them to like a money day? laundering scheme shop on Melrose I literally was that like probably smells like Spencer this was gifts, too close probably. to home <laughs> in many ways yeah literally literally you know you know how it yeah smells and like I don't it. even think that store is like around a, anymore it's not it's some. It's another rock. Yeah, it's just like an ever revolving door of rock themed stores on Melrose Avenue. Ugh. Yeah, it's. They have this woman named Michelle, and she's like British in quotes. She's a and fashion she's expert. Fashion expert. <laughs> hello, Brett. She says hello, hello, hello. 
So let's just, and she immediately is like, let's get into it. And she starts just flinging outfits on these people. She's styling them. They all dress up. Deb dresses up like Brett. She cosplays. Jess is loving it. They're, Jess gets lit, Jess a little is, lit. On yeah, drinking like a vodka crayon with no ice or something. I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Who brought the alcohol? Does Michelle, the fashion... The crew, I'm sure I'm sure the production brought Or maybe they like let them, they ha- poured them a drink in the limo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess, though, is like genuinely laughing at Deb's Brett look, which I loved. And then... Yeah, Jim gets dressed up, and Brett goes. Brett gathers Jim and Deb, and he goes, "How do you feel? Do you feel rock?" And they're like, "Kind of." He's like, "Cool, I gotta go." And that was the date. <laughs> yeah, they Je, uh, Deb and uh, Jim. Yeah, they seemed like they were not taking it that seriously, which I mm-hmm. thought was cool. I mean, how can you... That's not a serious... They were probably there for 45 minutes. Yeah. You didn't even sit down and try and get to know these people. You just did, like, a funny dress-up. And then... Did he buy them anything? I don't know. <laughs> I want not. food. If you're going to hang with me and my parents, you need to take us out to a restaurant. Like, this was a, another yeah. phone in moment, which I feel like with Jess... In particular, Brett has phoned it in on every date they've ever been on. Yeah, he, they literally like drove, they like were on a beach. Of, of oh, yeah, where there was like a cellophane wrapped gift basket that no one unwrapped and they were on like a private beach, but cool. it was really just like off the highway. Yeah, it was like Doc mm-hmm. Wilder. I and I, I love that Jess is getting indoctrinated at this point. She's like mm-hmm. DTF with Brett. Has she did she fuck him in Vegas? She did. Well, yes, yeah, or did. at least like slept in the bed. We don't know exactly because Heather doesn't really say explicitly. But well, okay, so we'll talk about that. But there's some. I feel like there's some maybe like confusion over what actually happened, but. <laughs> So then we go to Lacey. He goes to take Lacey and her parents out for like drinks and mm-hmm. snacks at, at this Eat, place called Eat. Which is no longer around either. Of course. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. <laughs> Lacey's dad goes full on into troll question mode he goes how do you stay thin <laughs> are you- he goes is that real is that real he goes, are you that? from oklahoma do you play golf <laughs> and just is asking brett like a series of trollsome question and brett like can't even really answer before the next question is hurled at him and he's basically just like doming brett and showing him that he's in control and this is a now just a full-blown pissing contest between these two men. And then we find out that he's like, so if you do intend to marry my daughter, you're going to have to sign a prenup because Lacey apparently is like queen of investments. Lacey low-key. And this is where Brett really, I think, this is what gets Brett off Lacey as her dad. But also I think he realizes that she's maybe not 
completely like forthcoming about like her lifestyle because she claims to be like a starving artist but she's actually like a trust fund yeah. queen she's like fully rich as fuck at 31 and like doesn't work because she has her dad invested all this money for her and like the stock and now she just like checks in on her stocks every day and like goes shopping and tries to be like a singer and this is what i did this is where i mean the dad fully lost me when he said when he was like unlike most women in the world Lacey has her own money (laughs) yeah i wrote i was like how wealthy is Lacey's dad and then i was like he is he must be rolling in it because like it all started to make sense. I was like, no wonder he has a hot wife. Karen. Well, who knows how rich he well, is. Well, yeah, now. I mean, post-recession, anyone know? This was, pre, this this was, was pre-recession. This pre, was pre-right before the recession. This was filmed, like, maybe months before the recession. So, And who knows how wealthy Lacey is? Because if all her money was tied up in the stock market, things could have taken a dip. Yeah. I wonder if Karen and Otis are still together. I'll go on Lacey's Instagram because everyone's been telling me to listen. I just to can't do it, you guys. Like I, I can't do it. Yeah, guys. I'm sorry. I care. I, I, I respect and I love that you guys listen to it, but I don't care. I don't care that much. I don't care to hear. What no, she has to say. I have other things that I need to listen to and read and like live, laugh, love that for her. But mm-hmm. I can't do it. I'm no, I'm never going to listen either. Um, but tell, but you guys listen and tell us what you listen, listen and tell us, tell answer us our questions. Um, Lacey kind of sheepishly acknowledges that Brett is like, Oh wait, I thought you were like a penniless artist. She's like, no, <laughs> like she's full. We double. also start to really get the sense that Lacey, Lacey's dad is a, um, as my mom would say, is in the not my kid club, mm. which is a parent who thinks their kid does not anything wrong, does nothing wrong. And they're like, they're completely well-behaved and perfect. My, my mom always said that about growing up in our town. Like there were parents that whose kids were like insane alcoholic partiers and they would be like, our kids are just, they don't do anything bad. Yeah. Know? Though I do think it's cool that her parents, and her dad has her back on the show because I would not, totally. if people were coming for me, I would want my parents to be like, not my that's kid true. to that's them. That's why I kind of, that's why I kind of admired their unit because they seemed like they really like actually loved each other. And like the Karen and Je- De- or Otis we're looking out for Lacey. They were, but it also, there was a lack of closeness. Like there just didn't feel like a warmth between them. Like that you saw with Heather and her parents or Jess and her parents. And I don't know if that's editing or if they really just are like, well, like they're like wealthy, cold. Yeah. Just like a weird Dallas wealth family. Yeah. Then Lacey's, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to like go hang with the, (laughs) the otis family no wonder he has a hot wife though i was like a troll man like that you have to be rich to get to get a karen yeah yeah karen's amazing she like barely talks you know that otis is like you don't speak when i'm speaking i love unlike most women (laughs) in the world okay otis awesome your daughter is yeah your daughter is literally a freak (laughs) off the leash (laughs) 
He also is like my daughter. Like, does this come later when he's like, I never, Lacey doesn't. Yeah, drink. this is later. So then they all go back to the house and then Lacey's creep dad is standing in her room. And then Heather, who like has taken a shower or something and is changing clothes. And then Otis doesn't do her the service of leaving her room to like let her change. And Heather. No, that was really. I love Heather's stripper power move is just like, okay, fine. Like I'll just change out into my fucking clothes in front of this guy. Like she has no shame about whatever. And then Lacey says it's inappropriate for Heather to change clothes in her own room. I was like, tell your dad to get the fuck out of your guy's bedroom. Yeah, make him. Yeah, leave. I would be like, you need to leave. Like Heather, Heather's changing clothes. Like, let's go in the. She tr- she tr- she tried to be like modest for a se- like. She was like, oh, sorry, like I didn't know you guys were in here. Then and they, then and then she was yeah. like, fuck it. I'll just- if they're not gonna leave, like, what's she gonna do? Go back in the Cheeto bathroom yeah. and like change in that like swampy no she's gonna change clothes in her bedroom where she her clothes and belongings are the man must yeah and then otis just like stares her down he's like Mm. and she's like i've met a million guys like this before um then they sit down for a really weird dinner (laughs) where they all are eating like what struck me as very odd is that Brett didn't come to dinner until people were already dining. Yeah, well, that's Brett. He Classic the, Brett. He, I don't think Brett can't handle like small talk. Like no, that. like he can't. I don't think Brett can handle. Like we really see, like anytime there's tension or something, Brett he literally just is like, I ha- I peace out. Like he just immediately leaves anytime there's like something that he can't control or is stressful yeah. for him. Or is too much like he truly has he'll he'll leave the scene of the crime any every single what time. happened to him so i don't think <laughs> what happened to brett no i just think he has like famous person syndrome where like they're just like i don't want to because when you have to sit down and like engage with people face face everyone and engage and ask questions and like then brett doesn't have to like ask questions or like you know try to relate everyone to each other like he doesn't have to play host. yeah and he can just show yeah, up the host. and everyone is you just show up and be like excited to see him so yeah him. and being like this food yeah. is delicious oh my god you're here like yeah you're so right yeah it's just like he he can't when you're you know listen to me i'm fucking uh <laughs> emily post here but like when you're the host you have to like and you have people over who don't know each other, you have to like, you do have to make some effort bridge to bridge like, the gap between oh, them. Like, Laura, you and like John, like we're at that thing, I think at mm-hmm. the same time, or you know what I mean? And then like, you have to, you got to get the party started a little. And Brett doesn't, the party already has to be started for him because he can't, he, he's, he's so listen to me talking about Brett Michaels. I'm literally, I'm literally looking up at a Jack lantern <laughs> bucket from Halloween. And I'm like talking about, I'm like, on my shelf and i'm talking about brett michaels a halloween that didn't happen because we're in the fucking pandemic of the century and nothing is happening and i'm talking about brett michaels i'm talking about brett michaels. <laughs> but, but he can't brett cannot his famous aids really so comes out insecure. in certain moments and this is one of them and he has such ins- i think he doesn't know who he is i don't i don't think someone like that mm-hmm. knows who they are fully and i think he can't 
And these are people who like even fucking creepy Otis. Like these are people who have like they have lives and like you know have someone else they like have to take care mm-hmm. of. And like I mean, he has his daughters, but they're but, like, not like, on they the show. They're partner. not like part of this no. journey. Anyway, I just think that Brett cannot handle human like small talk. I think you're right. No, that's a that's an accurate read. Yeah. So he comes. He comes strolling in, in, and right before dinner, Lacey sat down and told her family that Heather was a stripper, and tries to troll her and be like, "Heather, oh my god, you should get up on the pole right now and like dance," which is gross. Like to do in front of your dad, who already like eyed her devil yeah heather was not she just then heather takes her parents aside and she goes into full short sweet mode and she's like lacy's a fucking she's like lacy's a fucking two-face i'm calling her out her parents don't fucking know her like this is it i'm fucking going and you can see heather's parents they emotionally disengage and then completely disengage for the rest of the time that they're in the house like i think they fear and respect heather's rage but they don't know how to be with it no they're they're afraid yeah they don't know how to deal with short and sweet heather i'm gonna make the short and sweet (laughs) um yeah they're they're very they're afraid of her and they should be um and so lacy and heather are gonna go to war otis Puts and in a they, fresh pearl earring for dinner, which truly sicked me out. Sick. Disgusting. Disgusting. And then um, I love Karen. Try Karen decides to be the hostess because that's like the role that she's been born to play. But that's that's what I like. I like that they, even though it went to a place of troll, like you got it. Someone has to do it. And like, and I was a little, and I know that why Heather was so like averse to even engaging with this family, but like, even like they were all like, why were they asking us questions? I'm like, because someone's got to fucking ask questions. Yeah. I think it's just their vibe is so yucky that no one wants That's to, true. it's like they have a very unkind yeah. approach and it's all very judgmental. I think- but I think Karen is. I, I give Karen a pass Karen, turn, forever and always, my queen Karen, Karen. Karen turned to Heather and she's like, So like what do you do? Or like what did you did you she go goes, to school? I would like a chance to get everyone's bio. Jess, is it? And like <laughs> Jess is like, I went to school, like blah blah blah. And then they turn to Heather. I worked yeah, she goes, I worked six years at a company, I worked my way yeah. up. I was like, okay, no one asked. And then she's like, she's like, I worked my way up from being a receptionist. And they're all like, oh, okay. And she's like, now I took some time off to waitress and help my parents out with their company. <laughs> I love. And then Heather's like, I got to She's fully. She's short and sweet. She's like, yeah. I have a bachelor's in communication. I have a beer in this. I took a little time off to dance. I'm dancing now. I fell into dancing, and uh, and then. <laughs> She says, I have a Bachelor of Arts in something and then a minor in communications. And then... What was the what was the Bachelor... I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. But then Otis... I got a Bachelor of Arts in this and I got a minor in communications and that's all I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. It's none of your goddamn business. I'm going to keep this short. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
I want to keep this short and sweet. Karen, is it? Yeah. I got a BA in communications and a minor in sociology. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to talk about right now. So why don't you turn the fuck around and eat, eat your dinner. dinner. Stop Thanks, looking Karen. at me, Karen. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Heather doesn't, Heather doesn't make like turn to Karen when she's, she looks her, off. I, I think loved. Heather's doing that thing where you look off over someone's head and you make eye contact with no one while you tell them your bio. Heather's gone into scary mode. She like can't control her rage. And I don't blame her because these people like imagine being in her position after you've literally your lung capacity has taken a real hit from inhaling hairspray and Cheeto dust and the various farts of all these other women over the course of two weeks. You probably all have athletes, but from sharing a shower. And now Otis and Karen are asking you your bio in front of Brett. In front of Brett. (laughs) (laughs) And then so Heather and Lacey start this like passive aggressive, like napalm lobby Mm -hmm. at each other. They're just flinging shit back and forth. Heather starts coming for Lacey. She goes, what does she do? No, it just goes, she lives off her investments and plays the stock market. And Lacey goes, I'm a musician. And it's not, it's it just Heather launches. Yeah. Heather, you can't fuck with Heather once she's set her sights on destroying you. Then Heather starts smiling and she's like, wow, I mean, you should have seen Lacey a few nights. Like she really like went hard with the alcohol and kind of was falling over all over yeah. the place. Like when we were in Vegas and then they cut to Vegas and Lacey just like, <laughs> she goes, you're fucking annoying. And then falls on a bunch of bottles. I was loving. And then her Otis is like, my daughter doesn't drink that much. She really doesn't. And Lacey's like, I usually in my normal life just drink beer. And then there's like, that was what you were like the other night, falling all over yourself. <laughs> and it was really awkward. Jess and her family, Jess has realized early on the best thing to do is to stay completely silent and like not get involved. She learned yeah, that from her parents, and they all, the Jess family, just completely shuts up. <laughs> the Je- the, the Jesses. <laughs> the Yu Gi Oh's just silence themselves and then. It's a good. It's, a, it's, it's the, the best, best move in this situation. They know. Don't say a word. They all grip hands under the table. We pr- and Jess goes. And now, now we, we pray. pray. they have <laughs> shining. I believe they have shining capabilities with each other because of the two parents only child energy. They can just non verbally communicate. Like and now we go into silence. Yeah, they've gone into like the shining when Danny goes into like mm-hmm. a fugue state. That's the Jess family, um, the Jesses. And then the <laughs> and Heather's ra- Heather's family is literally terrified of her. So the Chadwells have also stopped talking, but it's out of fear for their own safety mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with Heather's anger. And I love Karen is like, um, excuse me, Lacey, may I speak to you for one second on the in the other room? And then they go into like another room and I don't know exactly what she said, but she was like, so Lacey, I don't want to upset you, but it seems like between you and me, this Heather woman is really being a little bit disrespectful. And Lacey's like, yeah, I fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, Karen's, Karen's really she's she being a good is, stepmom. And she's just like has her pashmina. She's looking out for and, her girl. Like, she changed into like her dinner outfit, and she's like clutching her pashmina. And Karen just is not exposed Heather's- to this kind of behavior ever. No, she's like, Lacey, I I fear that she might be doesn't have the best intentions when it comes to you. I fear that she might be trying to undermine your character right now at, at dinner. And Lacey's like, yeah. Please don't take know. this the wrong way, but I just, I, I want to bring it to your attention that I do feel that she's being a, a tad bit aggressive. I love your impression of Lacey. Yeah, yeah I, I fucking know. know. <laughs> 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 and Karen's like, okay, I'm great. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I just wanted- Let's go back to the dinner table now. Cool, like, okay. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Then Brett just excuses himself. He's out of there. He's not handle. Yeah, Brett can't Brett's take like, it anymore. He can't handle the tension. He can't handle like family. Sh- like it's, I, no. it's just really triggering for him. And then we cut to the next morning, and Brett is working out in jeans. Nine one one. Nine one fucking one. You do not work and- out in jeans around me no. on my TV. Don't it. do it. Gym. Who at Twenty Four Hour Fitness in WeHo? I've seen more than one guy so it's a wearing jeans. Classic place out. to wear some denim to your workout. That yeah. is a psychotic thing to do. <laughs> People that work out in jeans need to be collected and apprehended and taught about spandex, about shorts. About anything other than jeans, like why on earth? Bring, they need to bring. They need to be brought to like V Week for for mm-hmm. gym wear. We need to load them into a van and just honestly, I would take them to the Grove to Lululemon and I would say, have your pick of anything here. That's your when you get re- like after you don't need to work anymore. You can just <laughs> someday like that will be your. Like you're gonna start like a like a low key little brand where you just bring people around and teach them about. Lead- I am. It's gonna be after I retire. Like I'll come back to L.A. every once in a while from Italy or Hawaii or wherever I'm living, and I will go into places like Crunch and Twenty Four Hour Fitness and Equinox, yeah. and I'll say, "Excuse me, sir, you're gonna need to come with me. I'll show them a badge." They won't really know what's up. I'll say, please get into this van and I'll load up a mm-hmm. lot of men that are working out in jeans because a woman would mm-hmm. never work out in jeans. I'm sorry. Like that is never going to happen. It's, no, it's always, always men. And I'd say, okay, men get in. Okay. Now we're going to, I get on the, like a loudspeaker in the van and I'd be like, we're going to, <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, you may wonder why I brought you here, but it's really because you're working out in denim and no one, everyone's worried, you're alienating all the people around you, you're a health and safety hazard, emotionally, physically, to yourself and and others, and I'm here to intervene and tell you about a little thing called athleisure. And then we go to the Grove and... We can go to Aloe Yoga. We can go to Lululemon. We can go to Athleta or the Nike store. And I am positive that we can come away with a better workout pant than <laughs> these jeans you're wearing. Fabuleisure or whatever the Kate Hudson Fabletics. Band, what is that? Fabletics. Fabletics. Fabletics is also an option that's on the internet. 
Ivy mm-hmm. Park. We have a lot of things we can go to. Let's These are shorts. They have an elastic waist and uh, mesh. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then you have like a whole thing where they like try it on and they have to like walk comfortably in mm-hmm. front of others. Wearing- they have to do some squats. And I'd say, doesn't that feel... How do you feel in these when you're on the treadmill? Does it feel a little more free? And then they're like, yes. yeah. And I'm sure there'd be one man that really fights me and we really butt heads. But eventually he comes around and realizes that I'm right and he's wrong. Always. So Brett's Brett's pumping iron <laughs> on like, you know, there's like free gyms that like yeah. play around. He's like boxing. He's boxing in jeans and kickboxing. Oh, yeah, I'm like, how are you moving right now? And Brett's like, I'm focusing some of my rage on Otis and Lacey. He's like hitting. He's like imagining Lacey while hitting something. <laughs> he's so he is so worked up he's about really... Otis. He probably didn't. He had a sleepless night. He had like a like the only bad night of his life was. He last laid night. in bed and looked up at the ceiling. He was like, Otis. Who does, who does he Otis. think he is? I know. I've seen him before. I just can't put my finger on it. He's getting furious. And then he put on his workout jeans and hit the bags. Oh, oh, oh. He's going. And then Lacey puts um, on some leggings under a dress, which is a real vibe. And her candies yeah. heels and clomps on over to Brett. Still got a little limp in her system from breaking her ankle. And then sits mm-hmm. on a ledge and is like, hey, I think I have to talk to you about a few things. <laughs> so she kind of starts saying she felt like Heather was attacking her the night before and just kind of starts shitting on Heather totally. And Heather, unbeknownst to Lacey and Brett, is Heather's <laughs> is upstairs. Is upstairs listening to the entire thing. Heather's on high alert. Heather is truly when she went into like, I don't think I trust Lacey mode. She turned up the volume on her Heather, Heather hears. And she had her ears perked up for any mention of her name from then on out. And all she had to hear was like, Heather, like far away. And then immediately comes over to the balcony and is like, leaning she, over and getting furious she and Lacey, or she and jess are like she's like i'm gonna go down there and i'm gonna lay into that bitch and jess is like do it dude. <laughs> jess is like totally jess is now playing the game a little because she's like i'm gonna let these duke two. it out and i'm like i'm yeah. good she's like she's like heather now wants just yeah on her side. and i love it heather's pacing like back and forth on this balcony she's like what a bitch that fucking cunt and she's like i'm gonna fucking destroy her ass and like heather is going full short and sweet on a bitch's ass and Lacey's like trying i hate how everyone makes a big deal out of leather (laughs) leather leather being a stripper like get over it she probably makes a lot of money Lacey's like, is that going to be good behavior that you're going to feel safe leaving your daughters at home with a woman who is stripping on the weekend? Like, she's just totally Yeah, it's gross. Her. So Heather stomps down and she, like, just talks some shit to Lacey in front of Brett, who you can tell Brett is terrified of this whole situation, hates confrontation, and, like, can't handle it. Then... 
they start going at it, and Lacey's going, Heather, Heather, I don't, you need to lower your voice. She's Heather. doing that thing where she tries to, like, game the situation by looking meek or demure, and it's not going to work. And then Heather, the rage takes over, and Heather follows Lacey into the house, and then in front of everyone's families, including, including Lacey's, Lacey's parents. parents, who, like, poor Karen is, like, climbing up the steps. She just put on, like, a little Burberry bucket hat, and, like, her, she's yeah. wearing um, a tank top that's for, like, Bono's, like, red foundation, and yeah. she's really coordinated. Yeah, they met at several like functions, and she really coordinated for today's like filming. And as they're walking up the stairs, Heather is rage screaming at Lacey, and she goes, "Why don't you tell your dad how much dick you've sucked since you've been here?" Is that what she said? Yeah, we find out she's like, "You've sucked so much. You've sucked Brett's cock multiple I've seen times. It. He's let you suck his cock. I've seen it." And then. Lacey's dad is like, okay, like, I don't, I think you need to like, Lacey's dad, come, and everyone's just like, oh my God. We, and Heather's like, I haven't touched him at all. Like, I haven't slept with him once, but Lacey, you're, and it sounds like maybe Lacey's the only one who's like actually fucking I think Brett. Lacey's been fucking and sucking Brett since that since weird, like, like, threesome kind of moment that they all had that night that they like partied hard. I yeah. think that's also why so he's kept her around is because she literally put like a spell on his dick. He was like, yeah. I want a blowjob every night that I'm here. So like if this girl's going to come in and suck my dick every night before I go to bed, like I'm not eliminating her until it's like the end. Yeah. So Lacey like gets, so we kind of find out that like, yeah, I feel like maybe Lacey's the only one who's actually been like, intimate with him yeah and jess's parents are just sitting on like the back porch laughing and her dad goes this place is Mm -hmm. dangerous (laughs) (laughs) and they're all just like lolling low-key and heather continues continues to just like tear Lacey to shreds and then otis talks goes over to brett and he's like hey brett has refused to come inside he's still boxing in jeans he's still boxing so Otis comes up to Brett and he's like, I have to talk to you. Like, cause she's saying that you're like, my daughter's been sucking. This is pot. where, and I was like, it's so oh. disgusting. This is where he comes up to this Brett and he, he goes, Hey there, big boy. boy. Which I was like, that, that was, was hilarious. But he, yeah, he's, he, everyone needs stop to stop saying, I wanted to go, everyone needs to stop saying, cock. is that what they said? Cause I was watching the bleeped version. So I thought they said dick. No, they keep saying, cock. that is so, I'm sorry, but He's like, when you my, call someone a cocksucker, like, so I feel like that's so gross. Yeah, and also, like, kind of homophobic. Is it? Like, when a man calls another man oh, a cocksucker. Oh, yeah. I guess I could see that being, like... But, so he so he tells Brett that, like, he's like, so, you know, according to Heather, she's now claiming that my daughter's been sucking her cock and, and then brett just immediately shuts down brett can't like you do not confront brett you a don't call brett big boy in a condescending manner and then you definitely don't ask him about your daughter sucking his sucking cock he's like you know the sex life of my daughter is 31 like that's none of my but i was just like if i never want to hear a parent say cock. no that's kid. so i would be like dad Lacey's like, 
Thanks. Dad. Yeah, Lacey's so gross. And like the way that she is like kind of getting like her little girl lost, teary eyed, like pleading act. I was like, this is disgusting. Like she's bringing her bedroom shenanigans into the public daylight. And I don't like it one bit. Next, Next to, to your father. You're like seducing both Brett and your own dad. Daddy. <laughs> Stop. Daddy. Daddy. She's like, how can you let her say these things to me? I was just like, this is gross. Your dad just literally referred to you sucking Brett Michaels cock. And then Brett's like, uh, I, gotta, I, gotta go. I gotta go. So yeah. he bolts. <laughs> and then it comes night time for the night falls and everyone has sprayed their hair to oblivion. All the girls are standing with their parents and then Brett's like he comes down and he's like wearing a blazer <laughs> and he's like so uh right now you know I am at the end of the day I am dating your daughters <laughs> plural he's like so I'm gonna need some time with them alone so parents great to meet you but your tour ends here <laughs> so the parents my favorite leave. too is pre-elimination where it's showing like all the ladies getting ready and Karen is sitting on the edge of Lacey's bed, just shivering in her pashmina. Like Karen has truly <laughs> seen too much. That's yeah. Weird. And she's had enough. Like it's Karen's been exposed to a world she's never known. They want to go back to like back to Dallas. Yeah. Hills, back to Dallas, please. Or the, their hotel that they, that they were, I can't believe they slept there. I don't think they slept there. I think, I think they, they had there. to stay in hotels. Yeah. I don't think Karen, yeah. Maybe she would no, camp out, but I think that they would feel more comfortable in a hotel. Yeah. Jess is feeling really confident. Um, Her hair is totally, almost totally down. I think she just tucked, I think she just flat ironed her little half ponytail flat. But it, yeah. you can tell that Jess is like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> did, you, did you see Benny Drama's video where he impersonates the like hairstylist like the woman at the salon doing your hair and she's like hey and she's like has it me of jess. also jess kind of with her parents sounds like steve from sex in the city does she she's like i don't know what she's like i the girls are just fine i don't know what <laughs> i'm like okay steve my god she is steve right it all comes down to Heather and Lacey. It's two girls, one pass. Yeah. Um, and Brett says, so he, it comes down to one thing. Who is who they is and who ain't who they ain't. <laughs> I was like, okay, poet. He picks Jess. Yeah. Obviously, and then he, you think he's going to maybe pick Lacey because he's like, Lacey, could you come on down here? And then, and then you see Heather go like, oh, oh my God. And he's like, bottom line, he's like, I just feel like you're not who you are. And I I feel like down the road, that's going to come. And Lacey goes, eh, okay, okay. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, see, your tour ends here, Lacey. I'm sorry. She goes, eh, yeah, it's fine. Well, I mean, I guess that maybe they, at least they like had some good sex. Listeners of Lacey's podcast, did she say the sex was good? Like, tell us what's up on that. Still not going to listen to it, but yeah. like want to know. And then Lacey says she's absolutely in shock right now outside. She can't believe she got eliminated. You can't do that. I'm the way to game Brett is to withhold sex at all costs. 
And then you have to low mm. and slow seduce him, make him feel like mm. a man, and like you don't suck the dick. Mm-mm. You don't suck you the don't. dick until you have the commitment level that you're seeking. No. Unless you're truly fine behind, to just behind. go home. Like it's stay, stay yeah, it's curtain. not gonna get you it's not gonna get you far. You'll get to stick yeah. around until it push comes to shove, but then you're gonna be kicked to the curb. Totally. Yeah, you have to it so, is a it's long a long game, game of seduction. It is. And sex and seduction are not the same thing. But now the ladies are finally getting some fun thing to happen and they're going to Cabo. Yeah, Brett's like, pack your bags. And he's like, we're going to be going to the beautiful shores of Cabo San Lucas. And then they're like, woo! And then then the camera cuts out to a shot of the house and you just hear Brett go, I got to (laughs) pack. I love his like, the final lines of dialogue that he says there was one where he's like and where's big john and big john's like sleeping in like a corner i wish it had cut to big john and magdalena just like fucking (laughs) sucking fucking big john has fully bowed out he's like i'm not getting actually paid anything for this yeah he found love he probably is getting paid like a bag of kettle chips and fifty dollars for each episode That's every. That's all the women are making. Too. Yeah, every woman. They did not get kettle <laughs> chips. They just got like lays. They got lays like kettle you, cooked. How much really do you think they made? I don't know. Do you get paid on elimination based shows? Oh, probably not. Maybe you make scale like two hundred fifty a day. You probably get um. Yeah, stipend. stipend. You get like fifty dollars a day stipend for two weeks. <laughs> I got a pack. Where's Big John? Where's Big John? I just want a, I just want a montage of all the cuts to the outside. And Brett going, I need my insulin. Friends. That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at No, that. it's just, just like, like they're all ridiculous. Yeah. It's always it always yeah. is like a quippy one-liner with Brett. And I love that they thought the but one of the quippiest like, ones like was like, someone give me my insulin. Yeah. But this, this, they're all non-sequiturs. It's like... It's like, what's that smell? <laughs> or like, we gotta get like, some air freshener. Is there a, I, I feel like there's a ghost in here. <laughs> Why does it smell like sashimi? I, <laughs> <laughs> Someone give me my blood pressure medication. <laughs> I need my blood. Thinner. Did anyone hear that? sounds like there's a varmint in the walls it's all just shit like that was that plant here before (laughs) who's that kid who's that woman are you bleeding was she on the show the whole time hey are you bleeding blood Who's honking that horn? Oh my god! No. Oh my god! And he goes, he goes, he goes. Hey, who's who's standing outside the window over there? 
Did anyone see that ghostly apparition last night? <laughs> Is there a horse on whispering? the roof? There's hooves on the roof. Also, whispering. I always think we're coming up on the last episode, and then there's still way more episodes left. There's still two more, and that thank fucking god that there's a reunion episode because that means we get to see one more glimpse of our queen rodeo. (laughs) <laughs> who truly has been through the ringer on instagram lately she if you're not following her i'm, I'm so not gonna say you I'm can so find her bad. on instagram she is a absolute must follow is just bringing so much levity to and joy to my life as like a follow on insta it's great mm. i'm still alive <laughs> is that my hat Whose clogs are those? <laughs> Anyone have my blood thinner? Can I get a beta blocker over here? <laughs> I just tripped over some shoes. You like, you like boots too? <laughs> <laughs> I just tripped over a child. That's a banging corset. Whose dog is that? Is that a bat? <laughs> a bird got in here. Oh, wait. What is that? <laughs> Has anyone seen my jeans? Has anyone seen my workout jeans? <laughs> Has anyone seen my workout boots? I got a lift. Has anyone seen my workout jeans? I'm, st- I'm struggling with Brett sweating in jeans. I can't handle it. Whose skateboard is that? Whose skateboard is that? Rollerblades. Just, just stepped on a shard of glass. Does someone have a Band-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the first aid kit? <laughs> Is someone snoring? Someone kept me up snoring all night last night. I need a wink of sleep. Just the pit out of the house outside. And, <laughs> and it's just stream of consciousness from Brett. <laughs> hey, you got a pen? You got a pen I can borrow? <laughs> can someone pay my parking meter? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Guys, guys, there's still two episodes. Two more. And stay tuned to our... Yeah new our new our newly minted series salty utah, utah queens, queens where, we, where we recap the real housewives of salt god those ladies spread the, spread word. the word tell people we're yeah recapping. tell everyone scream it from the roof carrie and laura are recapping and, and stay safe out there stay safe wear, wear a, mask. a mask don't wear jeans when you go work out men don't wear i'm jeans talking you to you out, men. men straight men also Ladies, feel free to intervene on someone's life. Start. I want totally. you to film like tattletale style, call out style. If you see someone 
wearing jeans working out, I want you to call them out and send me the video. I love that. Yeah, idea. I want I want it we need to just start shaming jean workout people into not wearing denim at their workouts. There are other options. It could be over. If, it, it could change, change things. Even like Amazon Basics has I'm sure workout pants for men. Totally. AKA shorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, I like can't function anymore because I'm laughing. Um, you can follow Laura. You can Laura's follow Marie. Carrie at E-Cario. E-Caro. You love to laugh. You can write into the Patreon at sexyuniquepod. Ca- sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com <laughs> and sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. So much bonus content waiting for you. It's great. And um, we'll catch you next week. Love and light.